Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. We're we're glad you're here. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, Grip Six. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Grip Six is a great company. They're out of uh, Utah. They make uh, great uh, socks and belts. Um, and you know, it's something, if I didn't tell you they were an American company, you'd know they were because they're just made, they make great stuff, uh, incredible customizable belts that have laser etched designs, logos, and flags, things that make them personal to you. It's the kind of belt you can buy when you don't plan to buy another one for a really long time. Uh, they're cool. They're stylish. They're minimalist. Uh, they are adjustable and interchangeable within sizes. As you know, maybe my size tends to adjust elements mm-hmm. completely out of my control i don't know what you're saying yeah i just you know it's nice to have adjustable ones uh grip six products uh also include insulated moisture wicking socks which are awesome they're american source they're wool they keep you warm great wallets as well uh they have a lifetime guarantee uh, if it doesn't if you've never had anything from grip six you got to check these guys out their stuff is awesome they're a great american company and they love this country as much as you do you can save uh, buy one get one 50 percent off right now uh, go to grip6.com slash stew. It's grip6.com slash stew. Check it out. program we're glad you're here thank you so much for listening i want to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that seem crazy but are happening we can't lose focus on what everything really truly is about we go there in 60 seconds true love of country and those who serve it that's a deep commitment deep commitment it means thoughts and prayers those are real have real power but it also means reaching out with a helping hand when those who served can't serve anymore since 9 11 the tunnel to towers foundation has been supporting america's heroes and their families and when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind tunnel to towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden bring the family to stability in a catastrophic time those those uh, veterans that are i mean catastrophically injured as well the first responders that uh, this happens to tunnel to towers builds mortgage-free smart homes enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives now through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is giving tiny homes to homeless veterans. And there's a ton of it. There is a world that we look at every day that is filled with darkness. Let's bring a little light into the world. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and communities, need our help. 
Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right. All right. I want to give you a piece of news, uh, and I can give you the reports, or you can look them out up, up on your own. Uh, Advancing Digital Agency, the power of data intermediaries, and Digital ID Framework that the WEF has published. Okay, so we have, we have two reports, and uh, it's really exciting from the World Economic Forum. Listen to this. Well, let me start with this. I have been trying to keep my extended family in the loop. And I have found two things that have happened. One, and it may be because, you know, I, uh, I don't couch things. Uh, it, one is everybody is either overreacting and like, oh, my gosh, my hair is on fire today. And no, you just have to do things to prepare for a new world. Um, the other reaction is, this is crazy. This, there's no way this is going to happen. No way these things could happen. It's, it's, it's a fantasy. Well, it was a fantasy in 2016 that Donald Trump would be our president. It was a, a fantasy to have a president sitting on the pot, you know, making jokes and torching people on Twitter. But it happened. It's a fantasy that we would have 40-year high inflation rate like this because the Fed printed and gave away about $100 trillion. It's a fantasy just last week that we would be talking about nuclear war. So don't tell me it, it's beyond the realm of possibilities. I don't see anything. Let me remind you. Two years ago, the Pentagon, and if you've not heard this yet, look it up. The Pentagon came out and said, yep, there's some sort of alien life form, uh, and we've got one of their ships, or at least pieces of it. So I'm not really surprised by anything anymore. Now, for those who think the Great Reset is not going to control every aspect of your life, let me give you a couple of things. They are, um, they are now taking the next step to shape global, regional, and industry agendas, end quote, uh, with a new digital ID system. Under the framework, the WEF proposes collecting data from many aspects of people's everyday lives. That's a quote. Through their devices, telecommunication networks, and third-party service providers. The WEF suggests that this data collection dragnet would allow a digital ID. Now listen to this. It's very narrow. It would allow a digital ID to scoop up data on people's online behavior, purchase history, network usage, credit history, biometrics, names, national identity numbers, and medical history. Plus your travel history, social accounts, e-government accounts, bank accounts, energy uses, health stats, education, and I love this one, and more. What's left? 
Once the digital ID has access to this huge, highly personal set of data, the WEF proposes using it to decide whether users are allowed to, quote, own and use devices, quote, open bank accounts, quote, carry out online financial transactions, quote, conduct business transaction, quote, access insurance and treatment, book trips, still quoting, go through border control between countries or regions, still quoting, access third-party services that rely on social media logins, file taxes, vote, collect benefits, end quote. So, you know, that little, that passport that they gave you, it was so crazy to think that maybe that COVID passport might grow into something, oh, exactly like this. In this advancing digital agency, the power of data intermediaries report, the WEF positions this digital ID framework as part of the solution to a trust gap in data sharing and notes that vaccine passports, which were mandated across the world during COVID-19, do by nature serve as a form of digital identity. The WEF also praises the way vaccine passports have allowed governments to harvest data from their populations, I'm quoting, without notice or consent. Oh, I love that when our government does that, don't you? Quoting, at a collective level, vaccine data is incredibly uh, incredible public health asset. The United Kingdom's government in particular has acknowledged this and has suggested uh, that they would uh, anonymize it. And data shield techniques that could be harnessed in controlled environments to allow for the reuse of that highly sensitive data in such cases notice and consent is not required per se for the reuse of data but the intermediary processes the data undergoes must be done in a controlled environment so that the findings of the data set are made available rather than the data itself Who's going to protect us? Additionally, the WEF provides a specific example of how digital IDs could be used to authenticate a user by using fingerprints, a password or identity verification technology and decide whether they should be granted. I'm quoting access to a bank loan by judging their profile which may include biometrics, name, national identity number, and history, which may include credit, medical, and online purchasing history. The WEF goes on to suggest that digital IDs will allow for the selection of preferences and making of certain choices in advance and ultimately pave the way for automated decision-making where a trusted digital assistant automates permissions for people and effectively manages their data across different services to overcome the limitations of notice and consent. This is great. They're also talking about turning your heartbeat into a digital ID. Uh Uh-huh. And governments and private corporations increasingly embracing digital IDs. Some governments are also pushing a similar notion Social credit style apps that monitor citizens' behavior and reward them for engaging in state-approved actions. 
Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now, let me just throw this on the fire for you. One of the most widely used services to check the creditworthiness of individuals and small businesses is FICO, F-I-C-O, right? Banks, credit unions, they examine your application for a loan. FICO is often the first place that they turn. When customers look up their credit score, they're usually talking about their FICO score. Now, we've suspected for quite a while that ESG scores, which are kind of a social credit score, similar to the ones that they're using in China, could someday soon be tied with personal credit scores so that a low ESG score could uh, cause your personal credit score to drop and your access to loans and mortgages along with it. But it's, it's rare to see even the staunchest ESG supporter openly admit something like that. However, let's go to FICO's website in a little piece titled Lending Predictions of 2022. From BNPL to ESG and more, in which a FICO senior principal consultant seems to suggest he believes in 2022, ESG could be directly linked to personal and small business credit scores. This is crazy. This will never happen. It is happening. What you're seeing happen to Russia right now, and praise Allah, it's happening. I am all for the, the sanctioning of Russia, but the way they're cutting them off in all ways will be used against you unless you fall in line. You can't wait for people to um, buy into this because some people will just wait and wait and wait and it'll be too late. Find the people who will do their own homework. Let me give you this. Uh, the Secretary General of the United Nations just said, turning this ship around, meaning the world, will take immense willpower and ingenuity from governments and business alike in every major emitting nation. You're going to see tonight... Uh, with the State of the Union, Joe Biden trying to make a case for green energy. A, listen to this quote. A key focus of my administration will be the revitalization of Japan through, and I'm quoting, a new form of capitalism. He said the time has come for historic economic and social transformations. And that Japan will pioneer a new form of public-private partnership with leaders of government, industry, and labor all working together to shift policies into a new form of capitalism. That's the Prime Minister of Japan. I'm going to tell you where this is stumbling in our states and where this is gaining ground. Stand by. American Financing, NMLS 182334, Okay, In March, the Federal Reserve, uh, are they're going to meet and they're going to most likely raise interest rates. Now, investors are saying there's a 71% chance they raise overnight lending by 25 basis points. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. 
Money is going to become more expensive. Debt will become more expensive. We have had some of the lowest mortgage rates we've ever seen. Those days are probably coming to an end soon. You still have time to take advantage of the current rates, lock into a better deal, but time is running out. Please call American Financing today at 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. Don't put it off. They'll give you a free mortgage review. See if you, if you can't be put into a position to save a ton of money. There's no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. Just a lender who works for you and not the big banks. You could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So a state bill proposed in Arizona meant to restrict the use of ESG scores by banks and other financial institutions was recently voted down in the House of Representatives and not voted down because of Democrats, but because of a few Republicans who voted against the bill. Most Republicans voted in favor The bill is House Bill 2656. A motion to reconsider has passed, so the House is going to vote on the bill again, possibly as early as this week. Here's what the Republicans who voted against the bill said. They said, it's not needed. You know, uh, financial institutions, they can, you know, they can use whatever they want. I mean, they're just a private corporation. And, you know, uh, they use ESG to target individuals and small businesses. It's not true. I mean, we've called people like BlackRock. We've called the heads of corporations. We've called the big banks, you know, all promising to use ESG or other metrics to transform society and reset capitalism. But, you know, there's a there's no examples of this happening. Why would they build it if they weren't going to use it? Let me point out the Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero. It claims over 450 financial firms, 45 countries, including Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo and Company. They have promised to remove from its portfolios and business practices anyone who isn't willing to go along with the net zero goals. The total assets under management owned by the Glasgow Finance uh, Financial Alliance is 130 trillion dollars that means if you want to buy a house a car a boat or anything else that is somewhat related to fossil fuels over the next couple of decades you're going to be affected by this group you're also going to need to play by their rules or you're not going to get a mortgage a car loan a business loan we have tons of examples in the book which by the way is available in bookstores again right now. Grab your copy of The Great Reset. It's available in stores right now. Find a copy of The Great Reset by me. Time is running out in Arizona for HB 2656 to pass. Again, it's not the Democrats. It's the unbelievably blind Republicans. Most Republicans are for it. A few are not. Please. 
call your house members and make sure they understand what you're going to call the bank. It's like calling Jesse James. Hey, are you really robbing places? What is he going to say? The love of Pete. All right. All you have to do is ask, you know, whenever you have an issue where you're criticizing someone, if you just ask them, is this criticism true? You always get a true answer, right? You get the real story. That's how you do it. Two years ago, they said, no, there's no such thing as ESG. We're not going to have those at all. Then it was, yeah, we're doing ESG, but we're only making it available for, you know, our customers, their ease. Really? So you're spending literally hundreds of millions of dollars as a bank just to help people make decisions. And I, I that is an actually laudable goal, right? It I would is. like to buy something that that uh-huh. backed my views, right? Exactly right. Do they offer me that? No. No, they don't. They only no. offer me the ESG uh, approved things. And look, if you are an environmentalist and you you want to invest in things that don't have fossil fuels or whatever, okay, you should you should be able to find a fund that does something like that. Sure. You should. And if you don't want it to go to Planned Parenthood, you don't want right. a CT, uh, um, uh, critical race theory, CRT, then you should be able to do that, too. But they don't make it that way. No. You don't, they don't make it that way. And by the way, um, what they said they wouldn't do, they have done. And then when we called them again and said, yeah, but you're going to apply this to small loans. No, we're not. They just signed the agreement to do it. The big banks in America. So I'm sorry. You don't have any credibility with me. None. None. If you want all of the information and you want the footnotes so you can see it for yourself, um, please, please just get the new book. The last, what, 50 pages are all fine print footnotes. All original sources. This is not my opinion. This is what they say they're going to do. And by the way, what do you suppose that new form of capitalism is that Japan's going to roll out? What do you suppose that is? It's public-private partnerships. That's what it is. It's not capitalism. It is fascism. It is run, and everybody is kept in place by ESG. If there's another new form of capitalism, I'd love to hear about it. But seeing that he's telling the WEF about it, I'm pretty sure it's the same one there for. I've got another form of capitalism we should try. It's called capitalism. What if we go back to that and attempt to use that every once in a while? It seemed to work well for a while. Why not try it again? The Glenn Back Crazy? Yeah, I mean... I got to get Congress to protect my company. That's not <laughs> capitalism. All right. You've seen the uh, stickers of the gas pumps. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> it's Joe Biden going, I did that. Right. Uh, it's going to get much worse before it gets better. And if you saw what was happening with the ruble, it's because the, the ruble has no confidence. Nobody has any confidence in the ruble. Then they say, hey, the world says you can't trade in the ruble. OK. So what happens? Overnight, people lose 30% of their money. 30%. I don't know. They're going to open. They haven't opened the banks or the central bank in Russia because they're so afraid it's just going to keep on a free fall. Well, that's what happens when you debase your money, 
when you the world decides that we're not going to use your money we're not going to let you do business this is why Goldline is out. They have a promotion includes free silver one ounce Indian replicas with every box of 20 of historic Indian gold coins. You'll receive 10 of the silver replicas for free. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Call them now. 866-GOLDLINE. The Great Reset available in bookstores now. It's a big day. Go to glensnewbook.com. Hey, how are you? Glad you're here. There's some really, you know, there's some there. Okay, there's one good story that I found, but it's a really good story. It's a really good story. You know, uh, they were going to they were going to, you know, make abortion, you know, even more accessible. I mean, way beyond Roe versus Wade. uh, And it was in the Senate. And. You know, it was the women's health bill, which who doesn't love women's health? You know, only white supremacists. Exactly mm-hmm. right. And this bill. Uh, <laughs> really? Sure. It was exactly right. I nailed that exactly. Exactly okay. right. I didn't even need to think about it. Okay, good. Um, this bill, because of white supremacy, did not pass. Really? Yeah. Now, you could have killed that baby right up to birth i mean right up to Mm. birth and uh you know it would have been great would have been great but it passed huh now it passed uh what was it 46 to 48 so you might think that it was uh or 48 to 46 you might have it it failed sorry 48 46 Mm -hmm. um and uh you might have you might think gee there should have been a bigger spread there. Really? Yeah, but mm. no, no. Well, one of the two major parties embraces an absolute extremist ideology when it comes to this particular Those issue. Those damn Republicans. No, no. Actually, when you look at what the Democrats support, which mm. is abortion up until the last second, let's not even take it to the last second. We'll just take it to the final trimester. Mm-hmm. It's 84% of Americans oppose that. So, but who doesn't think that while a woman is giving birth, mm-hmm. the doctor holding the rest of the body in in the woman mm-hmm. and then just taking some scissors and just jamming them into the baby's head? Who thinks that's extreme? Not half the country. Not apparently. half the country. Yeah, no. Not well, half the country. And this is where you need to make a distinction between Democratic leadership and Democratic voters. Yeah. Democratic voters don't even support this stuff. It's just psychopaths uh, like some of the people who are in the leadership of the Democratic Party. Hey, does anybody think that maybe (laughs) the politicians all over the globe are maybe out of control? That maybe they're not really listening to the people Mm. because we're all kind of standing up all over the world going, no, I don't agree with this. And then they fire hose us, you know, or shut down our bank accounts or call us extremist terrorists 
or uh, my favorite, anti-government. Love that. Mm. Big anti-government guy you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That we're the extremists. I, I, I disagree. I think <laughs> the people in power are the extremists because I haven't really changed my views. If anything, I've probably gotten softer. You know, I'm less warmongery than I used to be. You know, 20 years ago, I probably would have been, we should go into Ukraine and nope. Well, again, eventually you come to the point where you take in the environment, mm-hmm. the experiences, mm-hmm. you've, your lived experience, mm-hmm. Glenn, where you've seen the government fail over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again at these yeah. things. Right. Uh, probably a good idea to avoid them when possible. Right? Yeah. I mean, I cannot believe there's people in the Republican Party today calling for a no fly zone to be uh, implemented, you know, and, and, you know, with our own that's that's planes. that's war that is world war three immediately oh, yeah. that war is world war three one accident we shot down one of their planes they shoot down one of ours we're all we're now in war with russia we isn't know, that great we know russia's not gonna listen they're not gonna say oh okay well we won't fly then they're gonna just fly in there and eventually there's gonna be some mistake or some major thing that blows up out of that we're already here right there's already a chance that this could flame up into world war three so if you believe oh no fly zone is the right thing to do i mean it's not completely insane to think you know you want to protect uh, you want to you want to even the playing field for ukraine and russia on on the battlefield okay but if you're doing that then basically you just need to commit to world war three just put troops in there you might as well what's the difference you know but i think the only politicians in the world that are one with their people are like the islamic extremists I mean, they'll have, you know, whole cities chanting, uh, chanting, you know, uh, you know, death to the, you know, uh, great Satan, whatever. Death to the Jew. They got it. They are reflective. I don't know which one is the chicken, which one's the egg, but it seems that everybody is in the same page. Um, The people in Russia are not like, Putin, you're great. Yeah, let's go. He's not with the people. Some of them are. I mean, you know, of course, they have a very manipulated media environment. Uh So some of the stuff is popular there. But I think he's losing it. I think people are standing up and saying, you know what? This is not what we want. Why are we doing this? It just doesn't seem I don't think it seems urgent to them. Yeah. And then the people who are always isn't it weird that the the media, which is always against war once we start it are for war before we started that is it's very true that's one of the things that's made me hesitate on this ukraine coverage the last week you know i just keep thinking to myself you know every single time this happens we get this really wonderful picture early on in these wars and then overall uh, you know over time it takes a turn we're not seeing any we're seeing like news from russia about russia shelling you know, indiscriminately mm-hmm. uh, a residential area, which, by the mm-hmm. way, is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we're not seeing like, wow, they took a big chunk of territory here and it's going well for Russia. We're only seeing I, a, a wonderful Ukrainian response, which I'm proud to see. And, and it's a fierce response. And they're, they are defending their homeland valiantly. But like, I, it's hard to imagine that's the entire picture. I don't know where the Russians have done well. I don't. Do you? I mean, everything we've heard is that this is going worse than they expected. Correct. But 
worse than they expected was in five days we're going to be sitting on the throne yeah and they got a major city surrounded right now supposedly i mean so we're only getting this one side by a group of people who are always anti-war and the democrats are just cheering and cheering and cheering and and hammering people like mike lee who said Hey, let's pass a resolution right now. This guy can't just launch us into war. He's got to come to Congress first. I think that's a really good idea. I think that's a really good idea. It's a good enough idea that our founders had it. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've not really been for it up until, I don't know, 20 years ago. But I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You think Congress should have a voice there? It seems like um, that was the way the system was designed. And you know what? Even if you have to go for you know, the first week or two weeks or whatever, you know, like, ah, right. and you're going to go in in the middle of the night. Fine. Then give it a week, two weeks. But then if they don't vote uh, for it, it stops. If somehow or another Congress just can't find their way to that vote, it stops. I mean, I'll give some slack that sometimes you have to move fast. I mean, and you, you can't do it. But if it was good enough for the guy in the wheelchair to say, hey, maybe, you know, uh, they just bombed us in a, on an island. Most of us didn't even know existed <laughs> or didn't think was ours. Yeah, I think we should go to war. Yeah, uh, that and they even passed a law to say, OK, you got a little window here. And then they just, they just ignored the law. That's how this works. So what do you think we see from Biden tonight? What do we see from Biden tonight? (laughs) We're going to see him completely out of touch with the facts. He's going to go for the Green New Deal. He's going to say he's doing all we have real pain. He's going to tell some real tender stories about Ukraine Mm -hmm. and the Ukrainian heroes. He might even have one there. Um, uh, He's going to talk about how this is going to hurt us, but he's doing everything for the economy. But let's remember we wouldn't have this problem if we didn't if if we would have had those giant windmills everywhere it we wouldn't have this problem mm. we wouldn't be so reliant it's true it's mm. a big windmill problem that's the main story of ukraine yeah uh, the i keep coming back to this you get power in washington you get the senate you get the house you get the presidency they know they're going to lose certainly the house most likely the senate here in a few months when you get a situation you have all th- control of all three um, areas there you're gonna you get two two bites at the apple of reconciliation where you can pass massive bills with only 50 votes they've used one of them already they have one left they try to use it on build back better i just don't think it's possible they're going to leave this on the table no. they're going to try to pass something my bet is tonight they're going to come at the american people with a climate uh, a climate remix of build back better parts of it i think they're gonna i think actually they're gonna play you know um three card money uh with this Mm -hmm. i think they're gonna he's gonna be focusing on build back better and then he's also going to talk about you know we've got to pass these climate things and those will be the important things that he couldn't get through with build back better they'll be moved over to this climate thing so he can pass that and oh build back better didn't pass oh well yeah yeah, I think, but I think it's I think he's going to double down on Build Back Better. Hmm. Even that's though it'll be I think a that's Trojan horse. I think he'll say it, but I don't know that I don't think that's going to be their real push. I mean, what they're if you were them, right? If I if 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 this was a Republican situation, I'd retire. And you had Susan Collins, right? Who's the who's who's your mansion vote, right? Mm-hmm. Who won't pass your big package? 
you go to the, you go to Susan Collins and you say, okay, you say you tell me you agree with fifty percent of this, right? Tell me exactly what the things you want in it are. Just just list them, and we'll take the fifty percent or the thirty percent or the eighteen percent of whatever of this bill. Tell me which which parts you'll vote for, and we'll make a bill that has those parts in it. Right, like that. At this point, Joe Manchin is the president when it comes to this stuff, as is, of course, uh, cinema in Arizona. And you go to them and you find the things that they both say they'll vote for, and you put a bill out that has those things in it. Right, that's basically where you are at this point, or you're going to lose this opportunity. Now, of course, I want them to lose the opportunity in this case, so maybe they will. Maybe they'll just completely blow it. The Republicans would probably just blow it. But I would be screaming at them and saying, like, look, if all they'll do is give you 3% off the tax rate instead of the 8 that you want, take the 3 right now. You're about to lose control of the government. Take it. Take what you can get right now. Uh, I don't know. I, they don't seem to be realistic enough to do something like that. They seem to be still in this world where they think they're getting build back better and they think the economy's good. And I, I uh, think that's why they're going to double down tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why uh, Rashida Tlaib... Uh, and somebody from the uh, Black Caucus, two rebuttals to the president from the left. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that they are going to tear him apart. They're going to tear apart these weak, m- mealy mouth uh, Democrats. I don't know who those are, quite honestly, because they all seem extreme to me. I mean, the only two you can point to are Cinema and Mansion, that's it, who have held the line on parts yeah. of. One of the several multi-trillion dollar bills they've offered. That's moderation in this day. But I don't believe they're going to moderate. I think that these are revolutionaries. They're going to set the Democrats on fire. They'll just say, these two, get them. Well, I think that's going to happen from Tlaib. I think that's the whole reason she's doing this, right? She's going to yell at Joe Manchin. (laughs) You know. I'd I'd wear that as a badge of honor. All right, back in just a second. If you're living with aches and pains in your life, particularly if you're living with really frequent and bad pain, I want you to consider something for a minute. What if you couldn't or weren't experiencing that for a minute? I mean, how great would that be? Crazy, right? That is exactly what Relief Factor did and still does for me. I did not. I I, I will tell you this. Honestly, I wouldn't be doing this job today if it wasn't for Relief Factor. I would have quit about three years ago because I was at the end of my rope and I'm like, I'm not going to spend my day in pain and looking at the news every day and trying, trying to figure out the world. I'm just going to spend my time with the family and do what I want to do. Um, I'm here because of relief factor. It worked for me. It still works for me. Three week quick start developed for you. 1995. It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. That says a lot. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. It's ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
You know, Joe Biden just came out yesterday and said that the GOP is trying to ban black votes, and I'm quoting, from even counting, end quote. Where, where are the, where's the fake news police on this? That's as ridiculous and offensive and conspiratorial as anything Lynn Wood said uh, <laughs> leading up to the Georgia elections, right? Like saying that, oh, well, don't even bother voting because they're not going to count your votes anyway. This is what he's saying. He's saying the Republican Party is not just putting in, you know, uh, laws that will make no, 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 it more no. difficult no, no, no. To, to vote They're, that's not what he's saying he's saying that when they vote republicans are trying to throw out their votes the sacred right to vote which i've never seen under such attack really, really? have you never seen it you 80 year old under this attack you Come know on you know it's always made it harder for blacks to vote but this is trying to be able to figure out how to keep the black vote when it occurs from even counting that's it's so offensive. It's incredible. Incredible. By the I, way, this is a guy, you know, Jim, this guy lived through Jim Crow. He's never seen voting under attack like this. He was good never. friends with the Grand Wizard. <laughs> he eulogized the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Grand Dragon or Wizard or Wizard Dragon or whatever the hell it is. He said he was a great uh, influence on his life. On his life. And particularly his early years. Which I don't know if anyone noticed that. Those are the gay, gay, gay years. That time he was wearing that hood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw that. Incredible. Uh, and yet no one even comments on it. It's, you know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, Donald Trump says his election was stolen. Everyone freaks out. Stacey Abrams says the same thing and no one cares. Yeah. I mean, they, it's they, the double they, they promote her. Yeah. They promote her. Yeah. They promote her. They're running her again in Georgia. This is the Glenn Beck Program.